Hello and welcome to the Irish Arsenal Gunner podcast. It's Tuesday, the second of November. I'm your host, Giles, as always. I'm joined by my regular guests and season ticket holders, John Media and Eamon Donnelly. How are you, lads? Eamon, Johnny. Ah, Eamon, Jonathan. Thank <laughs> you. The twang of Liam, twang of Liam Brady, John Giles esque there. <laughs> On this week's show, we'll be reviewing our two away victory to Leicester City on Saturday. Um, goals by Gabrielle and Smith Rowe said another uh, terrific away away performance and an all round good performance. Uh, definitely on the up. Um, we'll also be. Previewing our upcoming game this Sunday against Watford, uh, two o'clock kickoff at home uh, on Sky Sports Premier League. Uh, also, we'll be doing uh, goal of the month for October. Um, there'll be five options, and I'll get the lads to pick their favourite one over. Of course, player of the month as well, and um, we'll be talking all things Arsenal and. The imminent arrival of Antonio Conte to Spurs and possibly Ewan Emery to Newcastle by the weekend. Speculation at the moment, but um, it looks like it could be done by the weekend. So we kick on into reviewing our tuna victory to Leicester City. Um, the standout moments of the game really was um, Saka's corner that Gabriel had at home. It was Saka's 100th appearance for the club on Saturday. Uh, Spit Rose, right foot finish into the bottom right-hand corner was quite nice for the second goal. Great movement and very well taken from Smith Rowe. Um, and then Ramsdale had his moments as well. He tipped away Ian, Ian Nacho's cold shot. And of course that free kick from James Madison where he tipped it onto the crossbar and then got back up for the rebound to save it. Uh, he pretty much kept us in the game. Uh, Leicester had a spell in the second half where he saved from um, Harvey Burns and he had another one, I think, from Dak, I think it was. He spread himself well as well. Uh, he, definitely another man of the match performance for me from Aaron Ramsdale. Uh, growing in confidence in every match. And Aubameyang was unlucky as well not to score in the second half, but uh, Michael saved on the line. An all-round good performance, in my opinion. Um, to go away to Leicester, who were on a good run of form themselves in the league, and to come away with a victory, like back in February, um, it isn't too shabby. So I'll go to uh, John this time, and your take on the match from Saturday, John. Um, well, I think we continued the trend that we've been doing the last <coughs> few weeks. Really good starts. We really hit the ground running, pushed down back, got a grip of the game, and... In this game, we managed to get two goals. So that was a great start. Absolutely brilliant to be able to do that away from home. Um, so our party was excellent in the start, first half. Um, first half hour. I thought he really got a good for the midfield. Um, and it, it's just great seeing us starting that fast. Um, towards the end of the first half, and I think the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, Leicester, who were, as you said, a decent side, Started to get a foothold in the game, started to get some possession, started to push us back. Yeah. Um, an incredible save from Lamsdale from the free kick just before half time, which meant we got in at 2 0 up. Um, 
And as I said, the first 15, 20 minutes of the second half, Leicester had that chance to stay pushed this back. They did create opportunities. Ramsdale stood up to most of them. I thought the two centre-halves were excellent again. Um, I thought Lacazette, who was absolutely superb for the first half, he ran out of steam around the arrow mark, which seems to be a trend now. I think that's basically he's been asked to do a hell of a lot of work, and he's doing it. He's not playing as a striker. I think he's playing more as a number 10, and his nickel play has been absolutely superb. But he ran out of steam, and then Odegaard comes on. And I thought from the moment he came on, we got more of a grip of the ball. And I thought the last 20 minutes, we managed the game. Yeah. I really did. I thought the last 20 minutes, any, any concerns I had, of Leicester getting back into it almost disappeared. And I only had, as you say, a few chances myself in the last 20 minutes. So that was good game management. So all in yeah. all, um, a, a really good win against a team who are going to challenge, you know, challenge for top six, same as us. Um, and I'm really loving the resilience this team has at the moment. They're digging deep, they're fighting for each other, they're fighting for the coach. I'm, I'm really enjoying that side of the game at the moment. So good win. More of the same, please. Let's keep it going. Yeah, it's hard to believe. Sack is up to 100 games already, isn't it? Time's flying. Uh, Eamon, you're taking a match? Uh, well, I think um, I tend to look at football in the round, uh, Jonathan. Um, so while I wasn't <laughs> one of the Arteta out brigade after three games, nor am I getting carried away after 10 games. Um, but um, I will say this. I think if you're assessing... Uh, how you view a manager. The first question you have to ask is, are we improving? And the answer is now beyond doubt that we are. Yeah. Right. So from that point of view, I was very pleased because when I sat beside John when we were watching the <laughs> Crystal Palace game, we couldn't, when we couldn't get out, we just couldn't get out. And we just kept giving the ball away and we were out of shape and we couldn't change it. This time what we decided to do, having got the good start, was when we couldn't get out, we decided we weren't getting out, and we organised ourselves into a very solid unit, allowed them to come onto us, and put our bodies on the line to stop them from scoring. Now, I know the save was superhuman, um, uh, and it was at a crucial point in the game, but the amount of times they had possession in and around the edge of the box that they just couldn't force a way through, particularly early in the second half, right? And then what I really liked was, John referred to him by bringing Odegaard on, that was the third phase of the game, where we decided, having taken what they could throw at us, we were now going to manage the game out. And we got a hold of the ball, and we we allowed the game to peter out on our terms, right? Yeah. And I think that, that was really smart in-game management, Hats off to the players for the for the for the the, the running and the level of effort, um, and hats off to the manager for for his game management. Right now, um, a word for Gabriel. I thought he was immense, absolutely immense, and I wish people um, who were in the Arteta out brigade would stop having a meltdown about William Saliba, and realise that he's still our player. And it's to our advantage that he's doing very well. And stop having a meltdown about that, because we're either going to sell him for good money or he's going to be an accomplished player when he comes to us next season. Okay? So, um, yeah, I was uh, I, I was very pleased. Um, 
And uh, again, like John, I thought Party uh, is really beginning to show what a run of games in a team that believes in its what it's doing uh, can do. And uh, a bit of an unsung hero on on, on Saturday was Tommy Asu again, yeah, because he did the basics properly. Even when he was being torched down the left uh, for the 20 minutes in the second half, um, he wouldn't allow any crosses to come in early, even though um, uh, Barnes got a lot of ball down the left-hand side. So all told, a very good shift. I wouldn't be getting carried away with it. Um, but the, the thing that, that, that encouraged me most was when we couldn't get out, we set up so as that if we weren't getting out, they weren't getting in. You know? Yeah, it's a good it's um it's a good young team he's maturing there as well, isn't it? Like there's definitely plenty of um uh optimism for the remainder of the season. Oh we'll cure that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back into the support I'm going back into the supporters club on Sunday and I'm sure the team will feel that. <laughs> uh, they will feel the um, the spooks in the air as we as we approach November, you know. Um, yeah, this is sure, home game against Watford in November with me back in the, the supporters club. What could possibly go wrong? You know? Do you feel as well, lads, with not being in Europe this season? Do you feel the Saturday to Saturday uh, games has helped us where he has seven days to get his ideas across and not have to worry about constantly changing? You know, he can use that same 11. Do you think that's benefited him, us not being in Europe in a way so far, Henry? John? Um, hasn't done any harm. Yeah. Um, should benefit us, especially in the second half of the season. Um, especially if those teams around us, the, the likes of West Ham, probably United, and if they get through to the next round of the stages, they have knockout games to look after. But um, the bread and butter is the league. It's always been the league. So I mean, it's um, uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a benefit to Arteta to have the players all week. It has to be. It's gonna as we spoke before about the African Nations is gonna be a big one in January when you lose four players. Um, hopefully you know the likes of Granite Jack will come back and bolster the position with Party yeah. on. But um, it's it's gonna be a benefit to walk on the pitch five days a week and not have to worry about that. I mean, you, the, the way we're losing out is the print players aren't getting games. The likes of Martinelli's not getting games. You know, that's that's where you're losing out. But um, it is what it is. You know, so you know, as long as he keeps getting results like this, and actually, more important, as long as he keeps getting performances and the effort that he's getting out with the players. You know, I think I, I think I think a great case in point there, lads, um, is the demeanour of Ainsley Maitland Niles. Because you see, if we were playing Europa League, he'd probably get a game every game and saunter around doing what Ainsley did, and yeah. you know, and then wonder why he's not playing on a Saturday. Whereas now he's getting a bit here and a bit there. Yeah, so he, he feels important. He's chomping at the bit, and he's giving absolutely everything every time he comes onto the pitch. You know, uh, and I think that's a really good sign. I think Martinelli's problem is he's probably trying too hard when he gets on. Um, you know, um, I think we need to be patient with him. You know, as we've what are we? Those are 
tenth game into the season, was it just gone? Mm-hmm. Um your optimism, lads, on still early days yet, but your optimism on qualifying for Europe, is is that a possibility at the moment? It's more of a possibility than it was seven yeah. games ago, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's gonna be tight. it's gonna be a dog week. It really is gonna be a dog week. There's some really good toys around us. Um just you know, the the signs are good, you know. It's we just got, got to keep it going. I know our Teddy, to his to his credit, is playing it down. We have got to take one game at a time, and that's just the way it is. Yeah. It's uh, there's some decent size in this league, so you have got to knuckle down and put the effort in. And, and it's great to see the effort being put in. The big one, I think we both agree, or we all agree here, is November twentieth, Liverpool away. That's where all this, yeah, you that's know. Like, we need a good performance to show the fans we're moving in the right direction to compete against the so-called top four or five. You know, that, that, that this is where our title will be measured. Three, three really exceptional sides in this league. Exceptional sides in Chelsea, City and Liverpool. They really are. They're ahead of everybody yeah, else. It's, 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 yeah, it's, this is a game where the players can go out and, and have a go. And you'll, you'll have somebody there to where we stand as a team. Yes. You know, so um, I'm not even about that game. It also depends on what they have in midfield. They're suffering a bit in midfield at the moment because of injuries. And Brighton ran through them like a knife through butter. Um, on, Brighton on, on showed us how good a side you were. They played us off the park. Exactly. But, but I'm, I'm going to say I'm going to say this on the question you asked. You see, if everybody listened to me, Jonathan, everything would be okay. Right? <laughs> what I said, what I said a, a few weeks ago was, what we've got to be doing to be competitive to get into Europe is we've got to be most of the time beating the teams that we think were as good, if not better than Leicester was one of them. Yeah. I mean, I know Leicester finished on ahead of us last year and nearly made the Champions League, but at the back of their mind, all Arsenal fans were saying, we're as good as them. Why aren't we getting as many points as them? Right. And, um, you know, so when you go to Goodison, Getting a win there is much more important than having a gallant defeat in Anfield, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably what John is touching on there. You know, like exactly. we've got to be, we've we've got to be, we've got to be competing and taking points off the West Ham's, the Everton's. I know West Ham are flying at the moment, but I think we're as good as them, you know. Um, and uh, on that basis, I think if if we if we do that and beat the teams that we're better than, I think we we'll land in a very competitive place. You know, yeah. Um, I think we'd all agree in our own good performance against Leicester. Um, my man in the match would have to be Aaron Ramsdale again. He, he's popping up for me nearly all the time now. Just alone, that save from um, James Madison from the free kick was incredible. His athleticism and his agility is just incredible. His, his distribution was very good as well, John. as well. Yeah, and then to stick his fingers up to the lesser fans when they were shouting your shit. Well, <laughs> the no, reaction no, is no, just I brilliant. know Ian Wright loved that, but Aubameyang had a go with him about that. I, like, ha- I think he right. has that's to. A, that's a distraction. That's, it is, but you need to give him the benefit of it. You can't be taking that neither, you know. Like, like Aubameyang be the force and if he's getting racial abuse shouted at him, you know, so there's two sides of that. Um, your man of the match, lads, Eamon? Uh, well, it had, I mean, it can't be anybody other than Ramsdale. For two <laughs> saves alone and for his distribution. Yeah. But so also, um, you know, don't underestimate that the, the, the two block saves he made were phenomenal as well. 
he was so yeah. quick out to them, you know, yeah, almost Schmeichel senior-esque, you know, in, in ways. I thought our best outfield player was, once again, the Croydon De Bruyne. He, you know, he, after, I don't remember in pre-season, uh, a number of um, Arsenal naysayers were saying, you know, oh, we were beaten to Buendia by Aston Villa. It just shows you where we've been left. Aston Villa can out bid us for Buendia. Who would you have in your team? Smith Rowe or Buendia? I know I'd have. Yeah, it's, it's nice the way the tables have torn, isn't it? Yeah. I yeah. watch Buendia, I watch Buendia on, uh, on Sunday and I, I certainly I'd have Emile Smith Rowe in ahead of him. And by the way, can I also draw your attention to the downturn in form of one uh, Emilio Martinez, um, who I always have my doubts about him and um, it's all coming up. I'm just, it's I'm all just reminding you that uh, I think we, I, I think we have a good goalkeeping combination, and we have um, a young Estonian goalkeeper, uh, 19, 20 years of age, who I think Carl uh, Mayen, uh, yeah. who I think will be very competitive next season. You know, so yeah, it's just brave reviews about him. All right, Eamon, I've heard yeah. that. John, who was your man of the match? Who stood out for you on Saturday? As the two of you just said, it's hard to look past Ramsdale. Yeah. But, uh, as I said, just, it's, it's great. I don't know, I mentioned it a few weeks back. It's great that we have more than one 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 option. It used to be obvious who the, who the man of the match was. Now you've got people popping up all over the place. Gabrielle, superb party, put in a great effort. Lacazette, I thought it was excellent, especially in ben the White. Ben, ben White. Ben White, absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you've got great options. Obviously, Ramsdale is going to get all the headlines and deserve to be so. But there's... there's a real team effort coming in here. You know, people are standing up and they're working well together. And for a long, for the first time in a long time, it really does look like we've got a proper centre-hand partnership. You know? So that's yeah. that's just great going forward. So, yeah. Ramsdale will probably get man of the Absolutely man of the match. You can't, you can't take away from But this, it's great to see so many other players going for that, you know? It was nice as well for Peter Smeichel to tweet uh, the best save I've seen in a long time, you know, like, if that, if that doesn't give him confidence as well, like, everyone's having rave reviews about him. Um, David Seaman said about Ramsdale, Jonathan, that he's got the quickest feet for a goalkeeper he'd ever seen. He's done an interview with Arsenal, and that's exactly what he said. His feet are really, really quick. Gets him into position where he need, you know, to make the save. Actually, it was Saturday what Eamon said, John, I only really noticed it because the game was live that his distribution was spot on, wasn't it? Like every ball he sent out made either Aubameyang and Lacazette came deep as well. But it was, I didn't see one misplaced really. There was one out of his hands off the outside of his foot. It was Jonathan Sexton, like, you know. Yeah. It's an incredible, incredible piece of distribution. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's great, though. It is great to see we have a decent keeper at, la- at long last because we haven't seen it in a while. Um, that's a bit harsh on Leno. I tell you, I, he, he, he's, no, not, no, he's, he's not yeah, good enough yeah, to yeah, the yeah, club anymore. Yeah, Cash in, this, in. This is what you get from the Arteta out brigade, I'm afraid. I, I never said anything. Yeah. I, I, I take all that. I, I take all that episode out. <laughs> I got rid of that episode. <laughs> Destroy all evidence. <laughs> saying that after November, December, I'll probably be back saying Arteta uh, out if you go in a slump of form. Before we move on to the Wofford, uh, preview our Caribou Cup quarter final uh, was announced on Saturday morning. Uh, it's at home to Sunderland. I don't think there's been a day given yet, but it'd be December the 20th of that week. So it's you, last year was um, 
I think it was two or three days before Christmas Day when we played City. So it's probably not going to be far off that day again. Um, your prediction, lads, uh, Eamon, comfortable win over Sunderland or do you think it'd be uh, being a quarterfinal? Uh, I, 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 I'm not even thinking that far ahead, but you've got the fancy. I mean, we got the plum draw, you know. Yeah, yeah. Without, without taking anything for granted, we have yeah. the players to beat Sunderland. I mean, yeah. Sharp and Athletic have the players to beat Sunderland. So you've got to say it in that context, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and at home as well. Be a nice early Christmas present, yeah. John, do you see yeah. a comfortable win as well? Well, let's hope it's comfortable. Yeah. Um, as Eamon yeah. said, it's, it's the home draw against the opposition you would have picked. So, yeah, big time, yeah. Fingers yeah. crossed that's a semi final to look forward And at last, Manchester City's name won't be on the cuff. Happy days. <laughs> yeah, yeah there is Chelsea and Liverpool. I. I, I don't I think it'd be either one of them will win it. I, I can't see us getting past either of them in the semis. But you never know. Look, oh, I, I, I disagree with that. They're not they're, they're not playing their full hand in the competition. Ah, uh, they will. I guarantee you, they'll turn a good hand in that semi. Uh, and it'd be Arteta. No guarantees in life, Jonathan. <laughs> no guarantees in life. Despite believe, your as you said earlier on, if you believe in me, everything will be okay. Everybody listen to me. Everything will be okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what a quote. That was apparently match at its finest. <laughs> we move on to Wofford uh, at home on Sunday. Um, uh, it's a two o'clock kickoff on um, Sky Sports Premier League. Uh, the last time we played Wofford was the last day of the season, um, 2019-20. We won 3-2. It was a meaningless game. Uh, of course, that was behind closed doors as well. Uh, I think Welbeck scored that day, didn't he? I think he came back. Uh, we were three 0 up, and they got two at the end. Um, Randy Yearley's the manager at the moment. Uh, one win and two defeats. We were the only team to beat Leicester when Randy Yearley was manager back to back when they won the league. I am very confident that a, I'd say a comfortable, comfortable enough victory. He, he will make his team awkward. He's done well against um, Everton away there a couple of weeks ago, but I can only see a victory at home to what form we're in at the moment. Um, we'll go to Eamon. What would your take be that, on that for Sunday? Well, it depends on how soon the drugs kick in, you know? Um, <laughs> uh, just, just bear with me now on this one for a second. I mean, our, our um, Ranieri boy has form, you know, um, in Milan. Um I, I, I remember watching Leicester City the year they won the league. I was at the game when Welbeck scored in the 94th minute. And honest to God, you had to be there to see. I have never seen a team run around the pitch the way they did. I was Jamie Vardy running the length of the pitch time and time again. Um, and I said to myself, I don't know how they're doing. I really didn't know how they were doing that. You know, I, 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 I'm still a bit iffy about that whole Leicester City thing. I think there was a combination of factors when he was in charge there. One was the, uh, I hope there's no libelous action taken against the show for this com- for the last comment. But um, the other one was, I remember hearing an interview with uh, Jonathan Walters. He was playing at Stoke at the time. And he said three quarters way through the season, oh, it's great that Leicester are up there because it shows the rest of us what we can do. You know, I hope they go on and win it now. That was very instructive, I thought, because... 